Hello, and welcome back to A Step Above Hearing. Today, I have the lovely Victoria Yeager with me. Yeah, so today we are going to talk about some things that Victoria and myself are very passionate about. I am a sophomore musical theater major at the University of Alabama, and Victoria is also... Also a sophomore musical theater major at the University of Alabama. Um, also a criminal justice major with a minor in cyber criminology. You know, she's really out here doing it to them. So just tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah. And yeah. Um, so <laughs> I'm Victoria. Um, I'm from Birmingham, Alabama. Born in San Antonio, Texas, raised in Birmingham, Alabama. My life story is that. <laughs> that is the entirety <laughs> of it. All of that brought her here. All of that brought me here. Today we're talking a little bit about theater, a little bit about musical theater, about professionalism. Um, so I'd like to kind of start with just, okay, well, let me let me just backtrack for a second. Victoria is one of the most professional people I know. Um, and I mean that in such a complimentary way. So, Victoria, oh, yes. what does professionalism mean to you? Definition-wise, what is it like? How does it involve, how are you involved with, like, professionalism aspects in your life? And how do you go about your day with that in mind? Yeah, love me some professionalism. I think um, professionalism is the way that you hold yourself in situations that, you know, you're not just hanging out with your friends. Like, you're with teachers or with coworkers. Um, it's how you present yourself to others around you. Um, professionalism is super important to me because, especially for the business that we're in, networking is so important. And I believe, I truly believe that every experience is going to lead you somewhere else down the line in the future. Everybody knows everybody in the theater world. Um, so, yeah, I think professionalism is very important for a lot of jobs. Um, that kind of brings me to this next, like, question or topic I guess is what's the difference between professionalism and standard because I think that standard is a really it can be a really dangerous word right especially in like today's world where a lot of standard things are very toxic exactly and they lead to very bad things (laughs) (laughs) yeah I think professionalism I think is also definitely adds in like the personality of Mm -hmm. like who you are like a classic professionalism is like the way you dress you know if i'm showing up to a job interview i'm not gonna be wearing my sweatpants and my t-shirt but you know a cute little pink blazer might be the move but you know it's still professional but showing um your personality but it's not the standard of being like a black business suit um i think professionalism is a lot more broad also um and standards are set by society professionalism is set by yourself Ooh, Ooh. that is a that is a good point (laughs) you make there i think because i think that people who perhaps aren't as professional or at least don't present themselves in that way blame it on trying to break the standard right but you bring up an interesting point that it's not necessarily the standard you're trying to please yeah but rather it's yourself you're trying to propel with by bringing yourself into, yeah. by bringing your personality into the standard and making it your own. I also um, think um, professionalism is a lot more too about like just respect, just mm. respect for those around you. 
and for like the work that you're doing. Um, you know, especially for creating art, we have to have respect for ourselves and respect for what we're doing. Um, and standards, I, I think there's a lack of respect in, in like just trying to reach a standard. And especially you're not putting professionalism, you have a, a lot more of a work ethic, a lot more, you're putting in a lot more effort. Standard is you're just reaching something. And a lot of times that's just where you stop. Yeah, I really like this word that you just used, work ethic. Mm. We love a good work ethic. We love a good work ethic. And I think that I at least can tell just by looking at someone, not even by the way that they look, by just kind of maybe their aura that they give off or their energy, their eye contact. Um, We've talked about eye contact with Abby. And it's such a vital part of how you come across to other people. Yeah. Having said all these things, I think that work ethic is something that we as young people are often eager to bypass or try to find a shortcut for. But most of our problems in this industry, if we want to make it specific to this industry, most of the problems come from a lack of work ethic. Right. And I think falling in and out of love with this profession goes hand in hand with where your work ethic is, where your mind is. And all of this blubbering comes back to this point of purpose. Right, right. Purpose is so important Mm -hmm. in professionalism, in finding your standard, in work ethic. So how would one, because you've got purpose, this girl's got purpose, trust me. How would one go about finding their purpose because I think if you don't have it yeah it makes getting up and going to class right. so much harder <laughs> a lot harder yeah um I had a little bit of a um self-identity crisis at, at the top of January of 2020 you know before before the chaos of 2020 I had my own chaos in my own life I had no idea who I was um just had a lot of personal things happen I think especially like what you said about shortcuts, I think America in general, we just love to shortcut everything. And I think a big factor of that is social media. And I think that's why a lot of, especially people our age, like don't know their purpose and is lost because we look at social media and we are constantly comparing ourselves to other people all the time. And so we kind of have to look at, we are on our own journey and we can't compare that to other people because that can be so damaging. You know, I see somebody, you know, living their best life in New York City and like on eight Broadway shows who like is less, like is younger than me. And I'm like, okay, great. Love that for me, you know. Um, But like I'm training and this is my journey and this is what I want to do. And I made the decision to come here and take class. Like this is my journey. And I think finding your purpose, we have to stop comparing ourselves to other people. We have to find what we want out of things. We have to hold respect for ourselves, which is so important. Um, So if I were someone who had an innate lack of respect for myself, Mm -hmm. but I know that I want to get better at that, what what are some things that you would offer to that person to like try to find that? Yeah. Um, I, some things that I found this summer was I really got into like of mental and physical wellness, Mm. 
like routine every day um because as much as like love going to the gym I think physical health is just as important as mental health um so you know waking up and kind of going through what you're grateful for what you have in life and not sitting in the negative of being like well this is what's wrong with me this is what's wrong in the world we need to rather change the change the topic in our heads of being like, this is what's positive in my life. This is what I'm grateful for. This is what I have. Um, and then doing things for yourself. Um, th- those things can be working out, doing a little walk. Meditation is really fun and fresh, which was very scared about doing it in the beginning, but it's just a really good relaxer. And it's like, that's the only time that you can breathe like for yourself and taking time for yourself. Um, I think I already said journaling. Yeah. It's still important. It's still important. We love a good journal. We do. Um, I think also just surrounding yourself with good, genuine people who will build you up and not, especially with the industry we're in, mm. who will build you up and not trying to break you down. Um, definitely helps with that too. So I think, uh, yeah, a lot of this goes back to shortcuts. Yeah. Because people can say, oh, do this for yourself. Um, journal, meditate, right. do yoga, work out. Yeah. But what percentage of people actually do that? Right. A very low percentage. Very low percentage. Yeah. Which is fine. Like, if that's you, then that's you. But I, I think it's just important to find what works for you. No, exactly. Because... This is what, this is my mantra of the year is raising our standards, lowering our expectations Mm. because we need to have better standards for ourselves. But sometimes, you know, I would get up in the morning and I would be in bed and be like, I am not getting up this morning. I am going to take time to sit in bed and watch TikTok and live my life. And that's what I needed for the day. And I think we have to, you know, we don't need to make all these expectations of like, this is what I'm going to do today, blah, blah, blah. I think we just need to, you know, sit in like how we are and really like take, take in stock. I think if anyone has learned anything over this past year, (laughs) which I hope people have, because we've had the time to do it. We have, yeah. It's that life is too short to force yourself to do things that society says you have to do to be good or to be well. Yep. If society's like, you need to meditate to be a good human. Personally, I love meditation. It yep. works for me. Yeah. That can be a whole different podcast. <laughs> me just talking about meditation. Right. But if meditation doesn't work for you, don't do it. Right. Don't, exactly. don't, don't try to yourself. do it. And don't lie to yourself about doing mm-hmm. it. Because you're not getting anywhere right. by doing that. Right. But discover things. Ask questions. Ask people around you what they do. Because yeah. they probably do something. Yeah. And just try stuff out. I think try everything. Yeah. You brought up an interesting point about gratitude. I Gratitude is yeah. so important to me. It's something it took me a long time to discover yes. what it meant. Yes. But every night, I started this over the summer, um, thanks to a lovely choreographer that I worked with. She told me that every night before she goes to bed, she expresses gratitude to every single part of her body and she literally says out loud thank you fingers thank you wrists thank you elbows thank you shoulders thank you know head shoulders knees and toes the whole the whole enchilada and you don't have to do that 
but I started doing it. It works for me. Mm-hmm. And it really made me realize how much our bodies do for us. Especially as artists. Because as artists. our bodies are our instrument. Yes. Our whole, our whole package. That goes back to respect. Let's, let's, that goes back to respect. Let's talk about respecting ourselves and respecting <laughs> our bodies. Because I don't think we touched on that enough. I don't think we can, I don't think we can touch on that enough. Yeah. What is it? with our generation separate I don't know what they do but somehow they separate themselves as artists and themselves as human beings when Mm -hmm. I think that the two at this level in our training I think the two should be inching closer and closer Closer. together so if we're a person that doesn't respect ourselves in our personal life who doesn't respect our body our instrument in our personal life but expects the same type of rigor every single time it's not going to work. Yeah. How do you expect to, if you don't sleep at least five hours a night, I mean, I know it's supposed to be eight, but let's it's be like, realistic. Let's be real. At <laughs> five, if you don't sleep at least that much yeah. every single night, yeah. but then you expect to wake up yeah. and do four hours of dance. Yeah. It's not going to work. You're going to burn out. It's like trying to do a drop split without, you know, warming up. It's not going to work. Shortcut. A shortcut. Exactly. Shortcut. Shortcut. That might be the name of this this episode. It might be called How to Not Take the Shortcut. Shortcuts are there's something. Shortcuts is I think I think that everyone has a vice, a common vice, and it's shortcuts because everyone knows that they're there. And you can be successful with shortcuts, Mm -hmm. but how long are you going to be successful? Exactly. And is it worth it? Yeah. If you didn't put in the work, if you didn't put in the time, if you weren't up to a certain standard, but you yeah. t- took a shortcut and you got somewhere, you got there. Check, how are you going to sustain mark. that? Exactly. Well, and especially, you know, growing up in training, mm-hmm. like, I, I think we're very similar in a way. Like, we're just going to, we're going to push through. We're going to keep going. We're going to keep going until, like, forever. Just until existence. And sometimes that can be detrimental, you know? and taking stock of ourselves but yeah not taking the shortcuts and really like if we're gonna go to the level if we're gonna have a 10 to 10 rehearsal you have to take the time before like weeks before you know you're hydrating Mm -hmm. you're hydrating the day before because you're going to be sweating the day after like you need to already be like hydrating your body you need to be putting putting good food into your body to fuel yourself to be able to make a 10 to 10 mm-hmm. have a good warm-up have a good stretch because the longer that we can have a career the more money which is a great thing i mean groceries gotta come from somewhere, <laughs> gotta come from somewhere. um and yeah there's so much to unpack in what you just said i'm just deciding <laughs> where to start honestly Let's let's give some practical just tips. If yeah. if before a ten hour rehearsal, twelve hour rehearsal, whatever have you, right. three hour class, one hour class, yeah. you know they all require a little bit of attention, a little bit of TLC in the body. Yeah. What are some ways that you really prepare yourself mentally and physically for class for rehearsal? Yeah. What are some extra steps that you take that you find benefit you yeah. as an artist, as a dancer, as a performer? Yeah. Um, physically, I love, like, with, like, eating and stuff, like, I love, I'm a coffee gal, 
I love a good coffee in the morning. Love a coffee. What um, is what is your order? Oh well, in, my order is usually cold brew with oat milk. I'm an oat milk gal. Um, I have been really getting into some Trader Joe's coffee. I got some the other day. You can't go wrong. Go I'm sorry. Wrong. It's the best brew out there. Mm-hmm. If you so if good. you think otherwise, I'd really like to know. Yeah. Please let us know. Yeah, please let us know. Um, but I started doing because then I was like. I don't want to get addicted to caffeine because that's also not good. I love starting my day with a good old glass of water. We're already getting the hydration in there to start off the day. Um, so I love doing that. I love getting in a good protein, a good fat, a good like healthy fat before dance, especially because if not, you start getting the shakes, you start getting the headache, not good. Um, also like, I did this class this summer that kind of like blew my mind and I was like, obviously you stretch before class, but like, I don't know, stretching after class is like kind of also a fun little wind down, loving, love doing a little yoga flow after class. I had just never thought of that, probably should have, um, but really like bringing, cause your body's like working, 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 ma, doing all these pirouettes and then you just like stop and then you just like go out with your day. Like your body's like in shock, doesn't know what to do. So a good decompress. Love doing that. Um, what else? Mentally? Mentally, I love a good just sit in my room, taking time to myself, putting the phone down. Mm. Could not recommend that enough. Um, yeah. I think it's also, you hint on something, with, with this mental game that we have to play as people in this industry or yeah as people in this world in this social age there's an aspect of mindfulness that a lot of people don't participate in before Mm -hmm. doing something whatever it is like social media not to make this a whole social media rant (laughs) but i think social media can be such a great tool i do too i love social media I use it. Yeah, I do too. But if we think about social media as a tool, I think it's important to recognize what a tool is. And mindlessly using social media yeah. is really going to take a toll. Yeah. There's such a separation between who we are. It, where was I going with that? It left. It's gone. I don't know. Anyway, I think that there is an aspect of mindfulness that should be brought into everything we do. Yeah. Because we, we've lost the ability to see that and to do that. Well, and that brings up a good point is I think, honestly, like, I have noticed myself sometimes, like, I am not making decisions, like, solely for myself. Like, I, you know, I'm a one-wing two. I love to, I love to help She's others. She's a big Enneagram guy. I am. I am. Um, I'm making decisions for other people. Like, I'm like, maybe, like, I'll do this for somebody else or whatever. And that's what something I looked at this summer, you know, with all the time that we had in the world, was like, I need to start making decisions for myself and putting myself first. Because if you start putting other people before yourself, that's going to give. It's going to give one day. And man, does it give. There's only one person in your life that is there from day one to day whatever um your mom will be there for a while i guess if you have a mom maybe your family maybe your sister someone you're close with they will be there for a while right but you are the only person 
that is there from day one to the last day. So if you don't figure out a way to have enough respect for yourself to go on and do what you need to do to be successful by your own definition or be professional enough by your own standard, then it's gonna, you're, you're gonna live a life of misery. Yeah. And I, that sounds so dramatic. But it's like, you're not gonna have purpose. You're not gonna know what you're doing. Yeah. On a totally different tangent. Yeah. Uh, Something was brought up in class the other day about how acting, how musical theater, how entertainment, the industry as a whole is Mm -hmm. not taken seriously in this country. Luckily, I think Victoria and I both come from homes that are very supportive yes. of our choices as musical theater majors at a university. Yeah. I understand a lot of people don't come from that. Right. And I respect them even more yeah. for that, for persevering Branching. through. Yeah. But one of my favorite conversations to have with people, or should I say least favorite? I'm being sarcastic. <laughs> is the question of, oh, what are you going to school for? Oh, I hate it. I hate it. Also, so southern. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. I hate it so much. And then you have to be like, musical theater. Right. Why is there a stigma Why around is there a that? Stigma? But there is because every time before yeah. I say it, I'm like, should I just make something up? Should yeah. I just say that I'm accounting? Accounting. accounting. Pre-law. Yeah. <laughs> doctor. I'm gonna be a doctor. What do you go? What What are your classes? Oh, I'm a. I'm in voice. I'm in ballet. I'm in jazz. I'm in uh, yeah. musical theater history. But I'm right. gonna be a doctor, mom. I yeah. swear. <laughs> uh. So anyway, that was a whole. How do you it's go about that conversation? Stigma. Yeah. It's hard because, you know, with the same conversation we had in class, it's like, especially with this pandemic, Broadway's closed, mm-hmm. which has been taking a toll on everybody in the Broadway community, in the theater community. Um, but, you know, like, especially, like, everybody during this time has been, like, looking at film, looking at TV. Like, those are artists, too. And it's, and, yeah, there's such a stigma around people going into the art because I think as an audience member, you're just like, it's it's a fun thing. It's like a hobby, especially when people do it in high school. A lot of the times it's like a hobby. It's like an extracurricular something that they do on the side. And so when people start studying it and that's the only thing they study, they're like, oh, well, so like what? You're going to like move to New York and like, I don't know, make a hundred dollars a week and like survive. And then we have to look at them and be like, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, that's what I'm That's the do. dream. That's actually my dream. <laughs> so while you're being a surgeon, like I will be in a shoebox in New York city. <laughs> right. And I don't know why there's a stigma besides I think the only people who truly know the amount of effort that it takes to do something that we do is other artists because, you know, we have all these acting techniques. We have ballet, jazz technique, we have vocal technique. And when I go on stage, when you go on stage and perform, people are like, oh, they're just singing. Oh, they're just dancing. But it's like, oh, well, I'm also like, you know, using my tondu, my plie, my extension my isolations my contractions i'm not just dancing like i'm using all these other things that i'm having to juggle with while also having to sing at the same time making sure i'm healthy using my voice not pushing using my mix my head voice my belt 
while also trying to use my internal monologue, my internal improvs, my external improvs, you know, everything that we're learning in class right now. Um, and nobody understands that unless they've done it. And very few people do it because they don't want to take the risk. People are afraid of taking risks these days and do things that are in there that are comfortable for them. And so I think that's why there's a stigma is on the outside, it's like, oh, they're just like playing, you know, they're just like pretending to be these characters. They're doing this fun little scene. Oh, like, like drama, but it takes a lot more underneath and we make it look easy, which is our job. But I think that's why there's a stigma because it's like, obviously like, you know, I'm not trying to do an open heart surgery, like, but we still have all these techniques that we have to do that's really hard to connect to. That is beautiful. <laughs> I'm, I'm tempted to just end the podcast here, but I, I gained a lot from that, obviously. But one thing that stuck out to me, and it kind of brings us back to where we were in the beginning, is this world, this yeah. place where we live, could use a lot more respect. Mm. We've talked about respect for the self. I think that's vitally important to your survival as a human being in yeah. today's society. Yeah. But if everyone just gave everyone else, no matter what they're doing, whether you're an artist or not, yeah. a little bit more respect yeah. for what they're doing and the choices that they've made, yes. I think the world would be a better place. And it starts with you. You just have to give a little bit more respect. And uh, Yeah. And I think I had a really amazing high school teacher who there's this like philosophy thing called this is water and he told it to us on our last day of school as as seniors and respecting other people is so important and we have no idea what's going on in other people's heads we have no idea what's going on in people's lives and kind of what the philosophy is is like you know someone cuts you off in traffic and you get upset but maybe they cut you off because they're running late to an important doctor visit or you know they're they're rushing to do something or they just had a really bad day we have no idea like where people are coming from when we interact with them and so i think we have to start respecting people and giving people grace grace Grace. well i think that that is a beautiful place to leave this (laughs) i couldn't i couldn't think of a better thing so with that, we sign off and Thanks go for give. Having me. Oh, of I'm course. So go give everyone a little bit more grace yeah. and yeah, Thanks love it. Me.